You are listening to the IoT for All Media Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IoT for All podcast, the number one publication and resource for the Internet of Things. I'm your host, Ryan Chacon. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, we would truly appreciate it if you'd give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you are listening to this on a podcast directory, please subscribe if you have not already done so to get the latest episodes as soon as they are out. All right. On today's episode, we have Dan Picker, the CTO of Insego. They provide intelligent device to cloud solutions that extend the 5G network edge, enabling broader 5G coverage, multi-gigabit data speeds, low latency, and strong security to deliver highly reliable internet access. Um, so we talk about 5G, the role it's playing in IoT, biggest impact areas, especially around sustainability. Um, we talk about, or Dan is able to kind of showcase for us how 5G is an important part of sustainability conversation for businesses. We talk about challenges in the space, um, a number of conversations that kind of relate to that. So all in all, great conversation. I think we get a lot of value out of it. Um, but before we get into it, any of you out there are looking to enter the fast-growing and profitable IoT market, but don't know where to start? Check out our sponsor, Leverage. Leverage's IoT solutions development platform provides everything you need to create turnkey IoT products that you can white label and resell under your own brand. To learn more, go to iotchangeseverything.com. That's iotchangeseverything.com. And without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the IoT for All podcast. Welcome, Dan, to the IoT for All podcast. Thanks for being here this week. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You want to kick us off by just having, uh, or I guess giving a quick introduction about yourself, background experience, anything you think relevant to our audience? Sure. Um, my name is Dan Picker, and I have worked in the wireless industry for more decades than I'd like to admit, I think. <laughs> um, and I'm currently working with Insego. Um, Insego is the former Novatel Wireless. Novatel was the inventor of the hotspot. So MiFi okay. is a Novatel uh, registered trademark. Um, in my career, I've worked on cell phones, base stations, and now back to edge devices. So I've kind of worked on the whole array of devices. And one interesting thing is that um, I had a stop along the way where I started a consulting company called Blue World Solutions, um, mm -hmm. which is actually still existed. I still I still have that. Um, and the purpose of that is really to try to help to make the world more sustainable, to make it to make it kind of a, a better place, whether it be for energy usage or healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, and th the point of that was that early in my career, I started, my, my goal in life was to connect everybody, to put a cell phone in everybody's pocket. And I worked for Nokia for 12 years doing exactly that. And now I look at kids and I look at everybody really, and you know, they have a phone in their hand all the time. And I think, what have I done? So how do we turn this into something? How do we turn this into something good? And I decided that I want to figure out how to take technology and really use it to make everything that we need in this world better. So yep. one of those things was healthcare, right? How do we improve healthcare? How do we improve medical devices to take advantage of wireless technology and other things? And I've done that as well. And then within Sego, I saw this tremendous ability to connect the world through, through you know, IoT and right. um, to really just try to make everything better. So um, that brings us to where we are now. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks for kind of sharing that background. It's um, yeah. very um, 
it's probably a very exciting career, uh, kind of seeing the evolution of these technologies and products like like the phone, and then you know turning into the smartphone and what we have now, and just being able to be closer to that than I think a lot of people were or have been. Um, which I think brings a lot of good context into the conversation today. Which I wanted to kick it off by talking about five G, and from your perspective, can you just talk 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 to us a little bit about the overall impact and role 5G is kind of having as it connects to the IoT space. And then what we'll do is I want to transition to talking about sustainability a bit, but just high level for our audience, what 5G really means for the industry. Well, 5G, you know, I really try to avoid comparing 5G to 4G because it's really a spectrum. Um, You know, cellular technologies have been evolving for the last 30 years or or more, 40 years, really. And 5G is when we talk about 5G, to me, we're just talking about what can cellular technology do. And 5G is just the latest incarnation of that. And it happens to bring about some great things for IoT because um, it allows you to connect a lot more devices together than any previous incarnations of the cellular network could do. Mm-hmm. So it's designed with various techniques such as network slicing, and I won't go into to, mm-hmm. to these in detail now, but the bottom line is that 5G enables you to finally connect more than just people together. You can connect machines together. You can connect devices together. They could be little sensors. They could be video cameras. They could be vehicles, which mm. which to some degree, I think, is kind of the ultimate IoT device. Right. Um, they're moving around. Um, that's the main takeaway. And then in addition to that, 5G gives you very, very, um, you know, it gives you very fast connection, but it also right. gives you a very high bandwidth connection at very, very low latency. So yep. things can really happen in real time. Yeah, I think it's interesting to kind of, as I have more guests on here, and we talk about the different connectivity options in in the IoT space, talking about the role they each play and how having lots of options and choices is actually a good thing for the industry because it allows you to pair the connectivity best with the use case without overpaying or having features and functionality that you don't need uh, for the use case to do what it's set out to do. So 5G is a very exciting area of focus because of how wide-ranging cellular use cases are um and i think it's it's definitely something that there are a lot of people paying attention to how it impacts kind of what we're doing um i did want to kind of take this to the sustainability side and ask where do you see 5g impacting or making the biggest impact when it comes to uh sustainability in general um so so i mean almost everywhere to be honest so from my perspective efficiency is equal to energy savings so any any anything you can do to improve the efficiency of an industry or of an application is going to lead to energy savings and um there's been a lot of work done in the industry lately there was a report that came out from accenture um um, recently that I, I believe was commissioned by the CTIA. And, and one of the key, the key findings of that report is that 5G enabled use cases 
in the in the next few years should be able to save uh, effectively the equivalent of taking about 80 million cars off the road each year. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, so in terms of in terms of the impact on on um, the carbon equivalent um, to our planet, 5G has has so much it can offer, and it it goes from across various industries. So we're talking um, the the simplest thing to understand is what happened with COVID. So COVID was really bad for the world in so many ways. Um, the one interesting side effect it has is that pushed everybody home. So people were working from home, people were going to school from home, and and it really kind of um, accelerated the ability to do that. So mm-hmm. you you now have um, you now have portfolios of of equipment that a company can go to um, to send their their workers home with a device that will effectively allow them to work from home as if they were in the office. And what companies have realized right. is this works for, you know, it's not going to be for every industry, but the companies can actually allow workers to be as efficient as they would be in the office and as secure as they would be in the office while working at home. And this both um, it saves on the commute of those workers to and from work, which takes mm-hmm. cars off the road. It allows companies to reduce the um, uh, the amount of buildings and um, facilities they need for their employees and right. save costs in that way. And that's a very immediate direct savings. That's one mm-hmm. area. Another area is in the ability to monitor items, um, to monitor things like, for example, energy, water, the energy grid, um, water usage um with all the connected sensors you can now put into place combined with this ultra reliable low latency link you now have very very accurate and quick monitoring of resources you because it's not a fixed wireless technology you can also put things on for example a drone and this starts to sound futuristic but it's it's very real imagine a farm now that can that can send a drone out to survey the field and to determine where does it really need water where does it not where does it right. need pesticide and where does it not and estimates um, are you know hundreds of billions of gallons of water saved a year by mechanisms like this and by monitoring, um, you know, 50% reduction in pesticides. I've seen that number. Um, Mm. And all of this, um, all of this doesn't even, you know, consider the fact that you can, that the cars that are on the road, you apply this technology to smart traffic lights, smart parking, um, now you have fewer cars that are sitting idling at intersections as cars could actually through V2X, which is vehicles to everything, could yeah. actually be connected directly to a traffic light. And the traffic right. light could know that they're coming and make sure it's green by the time they get there. Even better than just minimizing their weight at the light. Right. Things like this will make a dramatic increase. Autonomous shuttles in smart cities. Right. Right. Um, it's virtually everything you think about with 5G. If, if you keep in mind efficiency equals energy savings, yep. you can see how this will have a dramatic effect. How big is it a, How big is it from a jump from 4G to what 5G is able to do? I'm not sure if people really understand the, or have perspective on kind of 
how big of a leap it is to enable certain things that we're talking about here going from 4G to 5G, things that maybe were not able to be um, built or it utilized for uh, until 5G was innate, was, is, is available. Um, can you talk a little bit about kind of what that, what the difference really looks like there for people who may not be familiar? Well, I think that um, the good news is that deploying a 5G network is, a, is not a lot more difficult than deploying a 4G network. So okay. it's, fun, it's fundamentally an, an upgrade of the network equipment. Um, in reaching broader areas, it's going to mean putting in more equipment. So, so there is going to be a buildup that's necessary there. Fortunately, within the U.S., the government has recognized that and put a lot of money aside as part of the broadband package to do that. But mm -hmm. from a technological standpoint, um, it really is just an evolution. It's not, it's not even a full rip and replace necessarily. But, but what I would mention that 5G adds over 4G beyond the basic wireless technology is that the whole network has evolved to support this this um, this low latency, high bandwidth sort yep. of capability and the ability to support so many IoT devices, which also means um, another thing that came with 5G is adding edge processing at each step. Mm. So you, you have your standard processing in the cloud. We brought processing to the edge now to the base station edge so that, so that um, where sensors need to um, have processing done, it could be done right at the edge of the network, but it could be done on-premise as well. So for example, my company in Seago, one thing that, um, that we make is we make 5G IoT devices that actually in many cases have extra processing within them. So gotcha. that is a bit of a rip and replace. You, you basically take one of our devices and put it in your facility, whether it's a factory or a yep. home or an enterprise, and it could connect to a whole bunch of different sensors. So gotcha. it really is the same concept as 4G. It's just an evolution. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fantastic. And do you foresee 5G um, enabling things or more use cases and opportunities for companies who, especially the ties to the sustainability side, businesses that really care about their reputation, they want to make big impacts in the environment, you know, they obviously care about their bottom line. Those are things that it sounds like more doors are open to kind of play in those alleys based on um, because of what 5G enables when it comes to sustainability and potentially opportunities that companies can really consider now? Um, I, I mean, I absolutely do. I think that, um, I think, you know, we've talked about all the advantages that 5G brings. So I think that companies can, can gain, um, you know, I, it, it will, companies can feel very good about moving to 5g it's going to bring them a lot of advantages i think that um, the balance of that is how do companies move to 5g in a way that is one affordable to them um, right. and two that's secure so um, talking about first the affordability part of this so 5g is not more expensive to move to than 4g was okay. it's just an evolution if anything costs are coming down um, second, um, um, and, and there's a broad set of devices available in terms of, um, security, um, first of all, 5g inherently has more security built into it. So a company can feel good about moving to 5g for that reason. But in addition to that, because 
we know that 5G is now going to be used for critical infrastructure, meaning critical infrastructure of the country, our water systems, our utility systems. Enterprises can now deploy these 5G devices at home with their home with their remote workers, knowing that those workers are working in as secure an environment as if they were in their office. And my company in Seago offers something called SD Edge, which basically is exactly that. It allows, uh, it, it allows a worker to work at home as if they were in the corporate network without having to set up VPNs or anything like that. It just is like bringing your office home. So with that, um, a company can feel very good about deploying 5G, getting all the, the savings they're going to get. And by the way, at the end of the day, all of this capability is not going to take jobs away. It's actually going to create new jobs. Sure. It's going to create sure. new green jobs. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Like a lot of the companies I've spoken with about 5G really hasn't gotten to the sustainability or the, you know, the green side of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's a very important one for us to be able to kind of shed some light mm -hmm. on. And I, you've done a very good job of that today. Uh, do you foresee any potential challenges that 5G may bring to the space or companies looking to kind of uh, utilize it? So, so yes. Um, so <laughs> I would say that the challenges are simply getting there. So it's happening today for sure. But um, true 5G rollout has been gradual because, because it is, there's a lot of equipment that needs to be replaced and so forth. Um, it started as basically a postage stamp on the map of the United States. Um, mm. And same picture with other countries and has been growing out and expanding beyond that. Um, in a lot of cases where you have 5G today, you have, um, it is 5G, it is high bandwidth, but they haven't yet rolled out the lowest latency features or the ability to support many, many IoT devices. So it's going to be time um, that's required. The next thing is affordable service plans. And that's mm -hmm. the whole industry, the whole wireless industry has sure. been focused on service to phones and, and so forth. They have to think about service to machines now and devices. You can't pay you know, $20, $30 a month for that. It has to be very inexpensive. It has to be usage-based. And mm. 5G is built very nicely to do that, but the industry is still um, evolving and figuring that thing out. Um, and um, and I already mentioned that the cost, the cost of, of evolving the network is another challenge. The U.S. government um, has recognized that as a challenge has passed the infrastructure bill. And actually my company in SIGO is working very closely with the US government, both in figuring out how to roll this technology out um, domestically and educating other countries on doing the same, because this is yeah. really a global problem. We need, it's a, sure. it's a global challenge. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, well, Dan, thanks so much for spending the time today to talk about this subject. It's definitely one we haven't covered enough of um, and or had the opportunity to, to kind of discuss it in detail. And I think you've done a great job here kind of shedding light on some things that are super important. Uh, for our audience who wants to learn more about the company, follow up maybe on this discussion with anything, what's the best way that they can do that? Um, I think the best place to start is to go to our website, um, which would be insego.com. Okay. Um, and from there, we, we talk about all of our products from, from, um, from, from consumer to enterprise to industrial 
indoor, outdoor, basically portfolio products and software services to go along with those products to bring you all the security features and everything that you need, um, whether you're rolling out a public network, a private network, um, in a school, in a home, in an right. enterprise, um, in a factory. So fantastic. We, we have it all there. So thank you. Great. Yeah. Th thank you again, Dan, for taking the time to do this. Really appreciate it. And um, look forward to uh, getting this out to our audience. I think they're going to get a lot of value out of it. Thank you very much for having me. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on the IoT for All podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Also, if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please drop us a note at ryan at iotforall.com and we'll do everything we can to get them as a future guest. Other than that, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.